This is Come and See from St. Andrew's Anglican Church for Sunday, January 24th, 2016. The Gospel is taken from the book of Luke, chapter 4, verses 14 through 21. The message is by Father Ed Steele. Now, as many of you know, from January 11th through the 16th of this month, the Archbishop of Canterbury, Justin Welby, invited all the provincial primates, I love that word, the leading archbishops of each country, let's put it that way, to Canterbury Cathedral for a big meeting to discuss the future of the communion. And so they all met down in the catacombs beneath the cathedral, and even our own Archbishop of the ACNA, Archbishop Foley Beach, was invited, and he participated fully with all the discussions and the votes during the week. Now, I'm not going to tell you everything that was discussed because that would take way too long. And I'm not going to tell you everything that's been discussed since the meeting because, well, you can go out online and read that ad nauseum, trust me. But what I do want to tell you this morning is what was said in the very beginning of the report that the primates released on the morning of the 16th, a week ago Friday. The report started out with this. We gathered as Anglican primates to pray and consider how we may preserve our unity in Christ. Let me say that again. We gathered as Anglican primates to pray and consider how we may preserve our unity in Christ. And we're Anglicans. We're already unified, right? I mean, after all, we've got the Book of Common Prayer. We've got the Instruments of Communion. We've got the 39 Articles of Faith. We've even got the Church of England. We're already unified. Well, if you've read the report, you probably know that's not quite. But the reason I bring that up is because I think that's probably how the Corinthians were when Paul came to them and brought them this letter that day. Because the Corinthians probably stood up and said, wait a minute, what are you doing talking to us about this? We're Corinthians. We're Greeks. We're smart. And not only that, but Paul, you yourself told us that we're sanctified in Christ that we've been given every blessing and every gift of the Spirit. What possibly could be wrong? But if you read the rest of the letter, you know there's a lot of things going wrong in Corinth at that time. They were arguing about who was baptized by whom, whether it was Paul or Apollos. They argued about what gifts they had and who had better gifts than the others. And they even made a mockery of the, of the sacrament of communion and would come and just eat it like it was a regular meal. To the point that Paul, if you read the letter, it's great. I love this line. If you're that hungry, stay home and eat before you come to communion. And that's exactly what he tells them. So we know there were some real problems in Corinth. There were some real problems with the Corinthians regardless of what they might have said or thought about themselves. And so what I want to talk about this morning, I want to talk about three things that I think Paul brings out, particularly in the reading that we had today. 
And those three things are this. Paul's talking about the mystical body of Christ. And the first thing he says is, number one, the mystical body of Christ is God-made. It's not man-made. The second thing he tells us is that within the, the body of Christ, there are many, many members. We are each members of that body, and we've each been given a gift or gifts. And then the third thing he tells us is that regardless of what those gifts may be, we are not to be jealous of others, nor are we to be prideful of our own. So those are the three things I want to talk about this morning. That it's God-made, that there's many members with gifts, and we're not to be either prideful or jealous. So the first point being that the mystical body of Christ is God-made. You know, Paul tells us that we come to this body, we become members of this body through our baptism. It's by the Holy Spirit that we are made a, a member of the body. We don't just join a club. It's not a human institution. It's the body of Christ. And since it is by our baptism, when we become members through our baptism, we all start at the same level, right? We're all equal. And then we grow up. And we start to make choices. We start to make decisions. And pretty soon, some of us start to stray a little bit away because of those choices. And maybe even to the point that sometimes our relationship may not even be recognizable. And then there are others who, who get closer to God throughout their choices and because of the, of the decisions they make. And so as we grow older, we realize we're not all alike. We're not all on the same level in our journey. But we're all still members. Our membership within the body of Christ has not been taken away because we're all still baptized. Those of us who have kids, those of us who are parents, remember when your kids were born and you looked down at that little baby and you went, wow, so much potential. They can go to the greatest schools. They can get the perfect job. They can marry the perfect person. They'll be everything I want them to be. And then they become teenagers. And all of a sudden, they're making their own choices and their own decisions. And those decisions and choices may not be what we want them to make. We have two kids. I won't tell you which one was bad and which one was good, but trust me, we had both, okay? Thank goodness they're both older now and they turned out okay. But there were some times there, you know, anybody who has daughters, yeah. But, you know, we never stop loving our kids, do we? We never stop praying for them. We never stop hoping that they'll still come out to be the people we hope they would be. So it is with other members of the family of God, the, the disciples, the, the body of Christ. We may not like all the decisions that others make, but we have to remember we are all part of the body. And again, it's God-made. It's not man-made. So we have to trust God.